Every good organization has a recruitment team, right? Oftentimes we think about this as our third dimensional. I need to hire so many people in my department because we need to fill these slots so that we can meet these goals and objectives. Or that our military needs to have so many recruits every year. Even our hospitals and other institutions need to be staffed appropriately so that they can achieve their goals and have the best possible outcomes. But would it surprise you to learn that every dimension has a need for recruits? And this includes the fourth dimension, the lower astral, the hell, limbo, etc. This dimension even needs a recruitment department. And I want to share with you some true stories that explains how the dark side works and one way that they recruit souls for their team. This story I'm sharing with you without the recording. I have permission to share the story, but I don't have permission to use this person's voice because this person is rather well known in his community. This person is a medical professional. He's a doctor. And he works with people who are needing life-saving surgeries every single day. One day, he is driving along the road on his way home from work, and he gets hit by a drunk driver. In this accident, he somehow went down the side of a hill and was able to walk up to the top of the hill and get help before he passed out. He was in the hospital. He underwent many surgeries. He's lucky to be alive. It's one of those stories. But while he was there, he had some odd things happening to him, and he wasn't quite sure, but he thought it was the medications that was making him hallucinate a bit. And that's understandable. However, when he left the hospital and he was done with the rehab aspect of physical therapy and things, he realized that he was addicted to painkillers. And he couldn't figure out why. He knows all about this. He knows how these things work. He's logical. And so we started working together to figure out why was he so, why was the need so pressing that he used these painkillers? And as we're working, and when I work with clients, we work together as a team so we can see together what's happening in this non-physical, non-tangible world. Validation is really important. And while we're working, he comes to the realization that when we both see it, that while he was first admitted into the hospital, there was a young man who died of an accidental overdose. He died, but he didn't cross over. And he found himself in resonance with this doctor who was going through a massive trauma as well. And as the months go on, this young man who died of a substance overdose was recruited by some dark beings. And they looked like um, the, the Harry Potter uh, shadowy Dementor beings. And these beings were teaching him how to influence the living so that they could extract this doctor's energy because his energy was very tasty to them, and that was the energy of addiction. And as we're working with this deceased man who died in the hospital of an addiction, we crossed him over. I also removed all the dark entities and beings that were attached to the dead person and also to the living person. So in the end, 
what this was about is that many times an addiction can be a spiritual issue. It's the unseen energies that we can't see that affect us, but we don't know exactly what's going on. And as we both are talking to this ghost person, the addict who died, he's telling us that he died an addict and he was still an addict in death, but that these beings were forcing him to torture this living doctor because they were recruiting this deceased man to become one of them. Kind of alarming, isn't it? And this is one of the reasons why it's so important to help the dead cross over. Here's another example of how this works. I got a call from a mom whose college day daughter was home for the summer. And she kept having this murderous thoughts to kill her younger sister. Now, the family is a normal family. Mom and dad are married. There's been no abuse, no trauma. It made no sense. And they took the daughter to various therapists and psychiatrists. She was put on some medications. But these thoughts were still in her head and she couldn't get them out. Thankfully, she had the wherewithal to share these with her parents. And the mom, bless her, was like, well, I'm not really supposed to talk to people like you, but I don't know what else to do. And your name was given to me, but do you think you can help? And so I said, here's what I do. I'm going to, with your permission, because this is a huge permission issue, I will remote view your home to see what's happening. Now, when I remote view that concept means that I am able to project my consciousness to another time and space to see in the ether to see what's happening. And this is where a lot of people can see ghosts and things like that. It's a form of remote viewing. It's There's many different forms and degrees of it, but this is one example of it. All right, so I go to remote view the home and I found something kind of astonishing. There are three ghosts in the house and they're all male. And they're all probably like mm, 20s, maybe early 30s, these three men. And there's also this one really large, nefarious, dark entity. He kind of looked like the hat man, which is an observer being, but he was much larger and he was slightly different. And what I found was that he was training these three ghosts, these three dead men, to haunt the living. Their job was to get the living young girl to commit a horrendous crime, to get her to do things that she wouldn't normally do. And what ended up happening is I rounded up those ghost souls. I put them in a containment field. I put that other being in its own containment field. And I interviewed the ghosts. And I interviewed the ghost with the mom because, again, I work with work together with the clients, with those people, because we need to see what's going on. And it makes it so much more real and true because I could tell you anything and you may believe it or you may not. But when you can see it for yourself. So these three ghosts are telling us that they died and they didn't know how to cross over. One of them said he wasn't worthy because he cheated on his young wife. And the other two, I don't really fully remember, but they were captured by this dark being. And they had to comply. 
they had to convince this girl to start doing the unspeakable. If they were not successful in those times when they were not successful, they would get punished by this dark being. They were literally soul napped. And so what happened was I crossed them over back to home, back to the heavens, back to the higher realms. And I do this with my angelic team and everybody has the power to do this. You simply call on your angels. I'm requesting that angels come and cross over my grandma. That's kind of the down and dirty quick aspect of it, but we all have the power to do it. I'm not special. And then we cross them over and then I start talking to this dark entity and he has bosses too. He's telling me that he needs to be recruiting more because his bosses are getting upset that he's not bringing in enough human souls to convert to the dark side in the ether, in the life between lives. And by the way, he's also sharing with me that they will reincarnate souls also. So we think that every baby is born heaven sent. It robs the lower astral of a food supply. And in a moment, I'm going to play a clip from a session where a young woman felt that she was being watched. And she's very conscientious. She knows how to cross over the dead. She knows how to clear her spaces. But somehow there was something that was really off. And she starts explaining to me, she feels like she's being watched, but something weird also happened a couple of weeks prior. And that was, she said, I'm very organized. I'm practically OCD. Everything in my home has a place. You know, my, my sweaters are organized in rainbow color, very organized. She goes, but the weirdest thing happened is that I realized I was missing two pairs of panties. And I know that that's not me. They should be exactly there. She goes, but the weird thing was, is I had a maintenance guy over and a pest control guy over. And I thought, well, that's weird. I've known them for years. They would never do anything like this. So listen to this clip and you'll find out what happened. Do you know the male at all? If I, yes, if I, if it is greedy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it's the same person, he had a lot of, he didn't do some good things in that life, in this life. Okay. And he had some demons, or, you know, he have we an alcohol. Did we cross, we didn't cross him over before? Or did no, we recently okay. passed. Okay. Um, and how well did you know him? Um, I didn't know him later until life. He was my brother's biological dad. Okay. We shared the same mom. Okay. And was he abusive or what? what's? He was abusive to my mother. Okay. Because I feel like he's an alcoholic. Did you say that? Yeah. And abused drugs. Okay. And he was in prison for a long time. Okay. When did he die? March. Um, all right. I want to ask Grady some questions and I want some honest answers. Is he willing to do that? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Is he feeling warmer now that he's in the circle? Yes. Can he relax now that there's nothing after him? 
does he need anything else right now? No. Has he been in your apartment since he died? Oh, yes. Yeah. That makes me uneasy. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen anymore. Okay. Um, what was he doing in your apartment? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like he has a connection to the underwear. Yep. Oh, that's so... I feel like that's just the person that he was. I'm trying not to judge that. Um, but if it is, it is. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Did he take the underwear? Yes. Yeah. Did he take it through the pest control guy? Yes. Okay, the pest control guy probably has a weak orc field. Did he jump into the pest control guy's body? Or did he mind control the pest control guy? I feel more mind. Mm-hmm. Me too. Oh, and I feel so violated because, because I'm, I'm my mother's daughter and I feel like he took advantage of that. Yeah. And she wasn't here to protect me. I'm not saying that because she crossed over. Right. No, I get that. Um, wow. So why did... I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like my brother would be very angry with him. Yeah. Why did he do it? Like he just did it out of spite. He has a lot of anger to work through. He was taking it out on me. Okay. So why why you ask him that? Why why? He was trying to get he was angry at my mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm the closest thing. I mean, I look a lot like her. And since she wasn't here, I was the closest thing that meant so, so much to her. We crossed your mom over, right? Yes. So because of that, he no longer had access to her. Yes, but he had access to me. All right. And you know what? We've got the upper hand in all of this. So thank goodness we crossed her over because he would have sought her. And it would have been a case of the dead haunting the dead. I feel like he's done that before with her soul. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that karmic clock stopped ticking. Oh, and he was angry. Yeah. He didn't need that control. Hmm. Oh, he's got some things to work on. He does. And you know what? We're not going to let him roam anymore. Right. Um, ask him if he was being trained to work for the dark side. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So was he being trained to become a black magician? Yes. Ever since he was born. Yeah. He's like, I've been in training my whole life in this life. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. With mm -hmm. all of his options in this lifetime. Here are some basic myths about ghosts and the dead. 
We've been programmed to believe that bad people deserve to go to hell, that if somebody commits suicide, that they somehow committed this unreversible crime and they're doomed to eternity in the lower astral or in the hells. Now, if that happens, our loved one who committed suicide is going to be there forever and then they become food for the dark side. So if we really love our brothers and sisters who committed suicide, we need to make sure they cross over because that is going to change their soul evolution. We've also been programmed to believe that when a young person dies or someone, doesn't matter the age really, that they may have unfinished business and that's why they're lingering. Well, here's the memo. When we leave these physical bodies, when we leave our physical body, The energy that animates the soul needs to go somewhere. When we leave these physical bodies, our karmic time here on this planet is over for now. We need to return home to the higher realms. There is no such thing as unfinished business. It's not like I can go to the ATM and pull out some money if I don't have a physical body. It's not like I can go to work and collect a paycheck if I don't have a physical body. These are both pre-programmed beliefs. So who gave us these pre-programmed beliefs? Surely it wasn't God or source. It's the dark side putting thoughts in our head as to how things should be. So we comply. And when we comply in this manner, we are feeding the dark side. It's time we wake up and do things differently. Those are just a couple of pre-programmed beliefs we have about the dead and not crossing over and going home. But we know that ghost energies impact us every single day. So who programmed us to believe this? Let's think about it. Let's be logical. I believe it's the dark side so that they can capture these ghost souls or these energy souls for themselves. Again, it's a recruitment process. Every team needs a recruitment department. and It's rather egotistical to think that humans, living humans, are the only ones that have recruitment or staffing needs. We need to understand that when the dark side left the light of God's source, they then found themselves in a desperate situation of needing an endless supply of energy or food. We are light beings from God, from source, creator, whatever your word is. And the dark ones have been utilizing us as their food source for many, many millennia. We need to stop this. They feed off of our fears. They feed off of our traumas and dramas. They feed off of us, especially as ghost energy in that lower astral. We need to stop this and we have the power to do so. The advantage the dark side has is that oftentimes we cannot see or sense them we may not know their influence over us. Tuning into your intuition is the key. And I'll be discussing tips and strategies on how you can do this. Intuition, when we listen to it, gives us wisdom and insights that can protect us and help us to make better, wiser decisions. Sometimes when we're afraid, we forget that we have physical bodies And that gives us an advantage over the unseen world. We are powerful and we need to remember that. If you need assistance, please email me. I used to have a free prayer on my website that I created, which is very effective in assisting people. 
I created it because I wanted to give people the opportunity to help themselves. I wanted to be mindful of budgets. I wanted to be mindful of privacy. However, I have a former business partner that slapped me with a DMCA, which means that I am guilty until I can prove my innocence. And it's a long battle in court. However, in our rule of law, we're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. She claims that she's the sole owner of a prayer that we both designed and worked on years ago. She claims that she's the sole owner of a prayer that is designed to help others. However, we worked on it together. We created it together. I created a new one, a more succinct prayer. I could fight this lawsuit, but after a lot, and I mean a lot of introspection, I decided that it was best simply to move forward so that I could be of better service to others. It was important to me to be able to assist people rather than spending my resources and time in the courts of law. (laughs) Interestingly enough, after I quit fighting her over it, she decided to trademark the original prayer so that she's the sole owner of the concept of helping people cross over their loved ones. And if you're of true spiritual service, you're not going to limit people in that manner. I am a firm believer that there's two types of service, service to self and service to others. When we can be of service to others, when we can work together, when we can create together, great peace and harmony will come. When we are in service to self, the ego becomes paramount and the dark side begins to take over bits of our souls, piece by piece. Intuition, when we listen to it, gives us wisdom and insights that can protect us and help us to make better decisions. And sometimes, remember, when we are afraid, We forget that our physical body gives us an advantage over the unseen world. We are powerful and we need to remember that. These are just three examples of how a ghost can become soul napped by the dark side. It's up to all of us to assist them in crossing over so that they can go home and their torture ends and that their soul can truly evolve and not de-evolve, creating a better healthier planet.